This is Ross Purdy of the Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy Podcast. And today we're celebrating a very special milestone in the history in the history of Canada for country. And so who better than to bring over a friend, a mate from over Canada away, Mr. Michael Price, fat of the Rec League rejects. Hello. Hello. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good day. We all know it's August, we all know it's August first today, which as we all know is Canada Day. August first, Canada Day. Yes. As everyone knows. Everyone knows that's the real the real Canada Day, but it's it, it is what it's called. Um, you know, here in Canada, you know, July first has become sort of more of the, the commercial holiday, the the hallmark version of Canada Day. So the the real hardcore Canadians, yeah, it's 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 about August first. If you know, you know uh, where my where my August first gang at. And and this is this podcast is the first podcast to just crack open. Crack open the case of Canadian club on that, so to speak. This is the best kept secret in Canada. And, and I, I honestly, I don't know how you know about it. Uh, there's going to be some people that have to, we're going to have to have some conversations about it. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, happy to have you because it's Canada, right? So sorry, happy to have you. Welcome. Uh, all the Canadian, all the Canadianisms. Well, happy to have you here on this podcast. Oh, thank you. Happy to be here. Happy to uh, happy to have you here. From Thank one you so much. from one non-American to another non-American. Isn't it a great time to not be American? What's Canada's What's Canada's laws on 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 baby killing? Uh well, so we saw the baby killing and we're like, "Hey, maybe we should have less guns here." And that's sort of what Canada did. Um, just like immediate. It wasn't even happening here. And we're like, hey, maybe we don't ever want that to happen here. So let's just not have as many guns. How does that sound, guys? And everyone was like, okay, chill. And that's pretty much how it went down. And then like the next week, they banned single-use plastics. So um, yeah, I think, again, just like, you know, we're just sick of killing turtles. Um, you know, all that good stuff. So yeah, now we have to, I mean, we have those crappy... Um, uh, cardboard straws now which all that's happened is i just take like five straws um but i guess they're recyclable right so who cares yeah just trees, trees don't matter anymore Tree, trees don't matter just turtles trees don't matter anymore so i'm, I'm asking i'm asking trees are renewable. 
Yeah. So could you kill a turtle if it's inside a womb? I think is what I'm I'm itching at here. Uh, in Canada, you can. Um, thankfully, um, you know, if if that that turtle's mother uh, decides that they want to terminate the pregnancy, yeah, I'm pretty sure that can that that's cool. That's chill. Um, yeah, let let it happen. Turtle abortion. We're we're for it. We're uh, we're pro turtle choice here in Canada. Um, I think that's that's uh, sort of something again. Best kept secret of Canada. We are all pro turtle choice. Um, Ninja turtles, um, all of them, any turtles, um, but especially the ninja turtles. We're definitely pro ninja turtle choice. But uh, do they not live in New York? They do, but that that sort of uh, so Canada. Our whole thing is we just take other people's cultures, right? Um, so we kind of took on the culture of like, oh, there's going to be school shootings here. Let's get rid of the guns. But also we were like, we're also pro Ninja Turtle, you know? So that's sort of, that's, that's, that's two sides of the same coin, really. So this is the real Canada Day episode of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. Yeah, it's about Ninja Turtles. Um, and a lot of, a lot of our real Canada Day is about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. A uh, shout out Elias Coteus, Canadian legend. Um, Elias Coteus, watch out. Look out. August 1st. You're, oh. I'm coming for you. August 1st, baby. August 1st. Yeah. Now, August, Capitol August, Hill August, in DC. Yeah. yeah but be careful about the Capitol Hill. Oh, yeah. So, okay, I'm, somebody, so yeah, I'll meet you somewhere. I'll, I'll get at you, Elias. <laughs> God damn it, Elias. What I'm saying, <laughs> did it, he did it again. Did it again, Elias. But what is it? A Capitol Hill's riot insertion, but it was actually on the set of Corner Gas, was it not? Yeah, that was, uh, so there was the, uh, they, they stormed the um, Capitol Hill of Saskatchewan, though. So nobody cared, um, unfortunately. Um, and, and nothing really happened. They stormed it and they were like, Hey, what's up? And they're like, we're here. And they were like, all right, chill. And everyone just kind of sat down they had a couple of Tim Hortons donuts and you know, all that, all that jazz. So it, it was actually a pretty great day. Um, but we, we didn't really want anybody to know about it. We put that right next to the residential schools. We just, we took all that stuff and just took found a big rug and put it all into there. So if you pick up that rug, you'll see, Oh, residential schools. And then like that really cool day in Saskatchewan. And August 1st is the real Canada Day. They're all under there, under that same rug. Under, under that umbrella. And where does Dan Butts fit under this? Dan Butts. Um, that's, is, his name, uh, is his name Dan Butts? Or Brett Butt? Oh, it's Brett Butt. Because I, I have, a, I have a, a high school classmate named Dan Butts, and I was about to go on a really long rant about Dan Butts. Uh, oh, I'm who, not, who, not... Who's Dan Butts? Who's Dan Butts? Uh, well, Dan Butts, he, he cheated on everything. Um, God. and he got away with it. You know, that guy, uh, he, he used to, uh, he used to sit beside the plant always and he would hide stuff in the plant and use it to cheat and no one ever caught him. And he would bring, he, it even got so bad that he was bringing his, his own plant and he was planting the plant as a plant. You know what I mean? So, uh, anyway, I, I'm not, not fond of Dan Butts, but Brent Butt, um, Brent Butt was a great guy. Um, and he was there, um, that day, uh, he was in a rough riders Jersey um, so nobody really bothered him um, because nobody really wants to mess around with the Rough Riders, right? Because um, that rough. DMX song. Very rough. Yeah, ever since that DMX song, uh, it just like the Saskatchewan Rough Riders just got a little bit tougher at everyone. You know what I mean? 
That's just kind of how it happened. RIP DMX, pour one up. RIP D&D. RIP D&D. Um, whatever happened. What could have been? So do you think DMX died and then became part of some sort of supernatural afterlife police force with Ryan Reynolds? Yeah, and uh, Jeff Bridges, right? Jeff uh, he's Bridges, also there. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, maybe Will Smith's career is also there. Um, doing, doing, some, uh, doing some justice, uh, Men in Black style. Um, do you think they'll make another Men in Black now? Um, you know, I don't know. I didn't see that new one, but I feel like Will Smith now is just going to be like, hey, can I make another one? Like, I don't care. Just, just let me do it. He'll do it, and he'll do it by himself. And Tommy Lee Jones will just be in one scene by himself, and maybe they'll green screen him in for another scene. But then that's it. And it'll be just a scene in, in that male office. And they'll just walk in and he'll just, he'll smile. And that'll be that. You won't even have a line. Be like that Nick Cage movie. Did you see that Nick Cage movie, uh, Willy's Wonderland, where he just doesn't talk for the whole movie? It's great. I did not. Did you see that Nick Cage movie, Wild at Heart? He really was wild at heart. Uh, no, but I will take your word for it. Because Nick Cage is certainly wild at heart. He's wild in many things, many ways. But definitely at heart. He has heart. He has heart and he's wild. But does he have an ad? Does he have an ad? Does he have an at? He's wild. He's he's a heart. Oh yeah. Does he have an at? No, no. I mean, he's 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 a wild heart though. Wild heart. Now, is that a Canadian ice hockey team? Just to bring it back to the real Canada Day, I want to be as reverent as possible. I mean, if we're being real, probably. because I don't know if you, like, so there's so many regional hockey teams that they, there's only so many names, right? There's only so many teams that can be named the same thing before it gets confusing. So they just, they just start calling stuff stuff. It doesn't really matter anymore. Um, you just, you have a team and you call it something. Your logo can be whatever. You're just going to have players that play. It doesn't really matter. People are still going to show up. Um, you know, what is it? Uh, there's one... There's a team called the Bridgeport Sound Tigers. I know that's not Canada, but what's a sound tiger? You don't know what a sound tiger is? <laughs> I don't. Maybe you can. Do they have sound tigers in Australia? Is, is this something I'm missing out on? Tigers yeah, just, that, that communicate purely by sound. They're like echolocation. Is that, is that sort of what I'm supposed to infer from that? Yeah. So tigers are physically catonic. They can't move. Okay. But they can make sounds from their mouth, a series of gurgles. So those gurgles are a, a, a sophisticated language for which the tigers can communicate. And they call it the sound tigers because they're known for making those sounds. Oh, very creative. So Bridgeport has now taken that. And uh, I'm sorry, I, I clearly am the, uh, the idiot here. I apologize to the city of Bridgeport. Uh, I apologize to the team, to the coach, to the players. Um, I just wasn't thinking, guys. And, um, you know, I know you're all listening. So um, please take this as my earnest apology. And um, I just hope we can move forward and, and continue our uh, relationship of not knowing each other. Thank you so much. So how's the rec league rejects going? Is it going from strength to strength or is it flatline? It's going. So it's a show. Um, you know, that's that's sort of the great thing about it is that it is a show. Um, and we're taking we're taking it in a bit in a different direction. So we don't really want to talk about sports as much. So we're gonna go just straight 
comedy, I think. And just have a whole bunch of interesting guests and hopefully they're funny because we're not. Um, and yeah. No. No. No, don't say that about yourself. Oh, well, see, and I see, I needed that because I needed the, I needed you to tell me that, uh, to, at least to not to say that about myself. You're not going to tell me anything else. I don't think you're going to tell me I'm funny because I'm not. Um, but that, that's no, it. no, don't say that about yourself. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, well, you know, that's it. I, I got a beta up. That's, that's what this world's about now. You got no an you, you you alpha. alpha. You can't no, be an alpha. No, you can't Everyone, be an alpha. Everyone's scared of alphas now. You can't be an alpha. You got to be a beta and you got to be act like you're scared of everything all the time. But no one respects a beta. But who needs respect nowadays? I, um, alphas. Exactly. That's Res alpha stuff. Betas respect. don't need respect. They just need people to like tell them if it's going to be okay. Let me tell that you. sounds all right. Let me tell you. Alphas need respect because respect equals pussy plus pussy. <laughs> When you get the money, that's when you get the women, Chico. And the bussy. That too. The bussy. There was not enough bussy in Scarface. Well, Scarface... Scarface was um, looking for some bussy, but that was a different film. That was called Cruising. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, that sounds, sounds good, though. I mean, like the, all the scenery. I just feel like the, the scenery was sort of like if you could you could easily have taken that whole movie away and just told like a gay love story in that scenery and it would have been great like i would have i would have watched it i'd have been into it you know what, anyway. I, what okay what would make a gay love story more palatable palatable for a mainstream audience you have the guy snorting up a whole just mountain of cocaine okay i'm with you that's what you do it, it, Johnny Depp and anybody, just somebody. Will Smith, perfect. So we get, we get disgraced Will Smith and disgraced Johnny Depp. Yep. They're in a, and they get, they get in the, into an interracial gay romance. And, and let's, let's be real, the mainstream community is going to hate it. The gay community is going to hate it. But it's never going to go away. They're going to talk about it forever. Um, it's going to be a box office smash. I'm telling you. Well, that would be the one thing the, the gay, the queer community, and the mainstream audience community will finally be equal on. They're all going to come together. The hatred for this film. Yeah, they're all going to come together in their hatred for this film. Perhaps their hatred of Johnny Depp and Will Smith collectively now. And I mean sacrificial lambs right so that, that's 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 small potatoes for unity right two people's careers okay we can live with that right for, for just global unity everywhere sounds pretty even to me so johnny depp snorts the kirk from will smith's pussy uh, yes, I, I, I assumed that that's just naturally how it would have to go. Because I, I, I think that would, even disgraced Will Smith still needs to maintain some level of image and some level of <laughs> believability, I think, right? So he can't be snorting coke, even, even now. Um, you know, he's still got to be like, hey, Johnny Depp, please don't do that. And he'd be like, but I'm doing it. And, you know, and that's, that's how, it, yeah, they're both going to change their voices. 
um, it's going to be great. I'm sorry, there's a, there's, a, there's a counter that I have to hit right now about how many times I say the word bussy in this podcast. In order oh, to what call, are we at right now? <clears throat> in order to call myself a, a queer comedian doing a queer comedy podcast. Got you, got you. Okay, all right. Let's wrap it up. Okay. I think I have, I think I have two more that I use to hit that target. But I'll, I'll okay. put it, I'll, I won't do it like one after the other. I'll we're, not gonna, we're not going to wham, bam, bussy slam. Okay, that's okay. When you say it, that counts as well. Okay, okay, okay. So, just, so now it's one. So I got one more time one. for me to say the word "bussy." Okay, there I did. Oh, okay, there. Oh, congratulations! All right. Okay, let's we've hope it. we've done it. We've done it. Let's hope I get some Screen Australia funding. Let's. Uh, I mean, let's hope we got to get into those niches somehow, right? Yeah. Um, you know, you can't be a cishet white man and expect anyone to do anything nice to you anymore. So we have to, we have to find the niches and we have to just, just be like gelatin and just fold our way into this. And who knows, maybe some of us will like being gelatin. Maybe some of us were gelatin all along, but we've been hiding it. Where are my pro gelatinese? Gelatin. Gelatin, that's good. Yeah, really, non-vegan. I feel like we're gelatin. On today's show, yeah, you know, yeah, we've been uh, like gel. We've been gel, 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 and gelatinizing. You ever done the live comedy scene in Canada? Or no, I'd love, I'd love to, but um, you're just a podcast it, boy. I'm just, just a, just a podcast boy. I'm too scared. There's too many great comedians here that talk about things that nobody outside of their town will get. <clears throat> Sounds a lot like over here as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty daunting, right? When you go up there and they're expecting you to do comedy about the corner shop and you don't know that. <laughs> well, you go do the Moorbach open mic and scene in Melbourne, Australia. They expect you to talk about Bryce Avenue Street. And yeah, I've driven down there, but I haven't got material on it. Yeah. You just be like, yeah, it's a place. All right, so here's my here's my act, and they're like, "Get out of here! We hate it. Where's the other guy that we see every week?" But uh, I'm not jaded in any way. <laughs> I'm uh, totally open-minded to you, every other human being. Um, you haven't earned the you haven't earned the jadedness. Just no, yet. not yet. You need to do live comedy. I need Will Smith to hit me in the face. I have. That will be the ultimate. I have been hugged. You've been, I saw your uh, face reveal recently and I found out that you're Dave Chappelle. <laughs> so I have and a Netflix. See, this is impressive to me that not only do you have a Netflix special, but you're also Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I was Dave Chappelle this whole time. Dave Chappelle so is just our moms and dads dressed up. Dave Chappelle is just a boogeyman they tell to scare trans people. Yeah, Dave Chappelle's not real, guys. He's hiding. He's not hiding beneath your bed. No. He's not hiding in the in your bathroom. No. No, it's just a story your moms and dads told you to try and get you to bed. But yes, I am Dave Chappelle. I will. Uh, that particular Netflix special, I wasn't hugged in that one, but a guy did repeatedly yell for me to get my dick out. 
Yeah, and I, I was, uh, I mean, I, it, I, I, it, it, it was weird because I both, I both felt for you in the moment, but I also like kind of just found it amusing and wanted you to get your dick out too. So, I mean, I was a little bit on his side, but I was also on your side too. So it was, I was, I was torn. I didn't know how to feel in the moment, but you know, I, I, I laughed. So it was a good, it was a great special. It's the best special I've seen on Netflix this year, actually. So. Well, the only thing to it is it's, it's that trailer. That's, yeah. the, that's the whole special. Yeah, it was great. It was great. It was better than uh, Bill Burr's uh, Friends Who Kill, I can tell you that much. They did not kill. Oh, boy. Yeah. Jimmy Carr bringing D material and still blowing everybody out of the water. Well, they're just happy to see Jimmy. They're just yeah. happy to see Jimmy. And that's the Jimmy thing. Carr's up there doing Michael Jackson bits. And then other people are piggybacking off of it, thinking it's good material. I was like, what is happening? Anyway. This is well, that's not where the, we talk about the nuts and bolts of comedy, is it? No, right. This is where we destroy comedy. This is exactly where I talk about this. So, open my comedy scene is full of like, this guy's done really well talking about sweaters. I'm going to bring out my sweater material. Yeah. Not, not realizing that it's because that guy talked about sweaters and not because specifically he talked about sweaters. You're not some yeah. like, one-minded hive mind. What am I getting yeah. at here? You don't understand. You never perform. We're like rambling. You're We're a rambling. You're a podcaster. I'm a podcaster. I'm just a little boy. I'm just a little boy in the comedy world. I'm only a little baby boy, not next to this titan of industry that I speak to today. So you can come over to Australia for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. I will put you up and I will, you can be my assistant for my run and you, I'll show you the ropes of comedy. Deal. I would love that. Legit. If you're being serious, I'm, d- I'm, a- I'm down. <laughs> as long as I get to wear the horsey mask. Yes, wear the horse mask. I still... <laughs> I have lying around somewhere in this room I'm recording in right now. Yeah, you, uh, as the horse on all fours outside of the deli shop calling for your father is one- some of the hardest I've laughed all year. So thank you for that. And a guy just off in the background talking about, do they sell horse meat? <laughs> Should have put a subtitle for that, but you can't hear it. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, just people. People are so funny. I love people. Well, people are just idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's fascinating. The things that people are just willing to just like blurt out. <laughs> You're you're comfortable people knowing that about you? Wow. Exactly. Horse meat. Horse meat. Do degenerate gamblers hanging around being non-fussed about a guy in a horse head costume. In fact, yeah, it, just, was, it didn't seem to bother anyone. That was the best part. In fact, kind of annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to go in. They're talking about how the guy won't let them in. Because they've lost all their money. And if that's what they were focused on. And I'm just a horse yeah, trying to bet. They don't care. Get out of here. Oh, oh, it was a perfect bit. It was great. It was great. I'm a, I'm a psycho. I'm a psycho. 
You crazy, crazy wild guy. Completely a, unpredictable. You got a wild heart, just like that old Nicolas Cage. Unlike Nick Cage, unlike a psycho, I can't do traditional straight man, funny man comedy anymore. That's why you got to do gay man comedy now. Yeah, well, yes. I am bisexual. I just don't make it my personality. But that's been the problem. Right? Now you got to. You got to just wear it proudly. And you don't even have to be funny anymore. Like, that's where comedy's at. You can do woke comedy and just say stuff. Um, I'm awake right now. Yeah, I've, it, been awake, it, it, I've been awake all day. Uh, I, I want to start doing sleep comedy. Now, if there's a track on the Andy Kaufman posthumous album called Sleep Comedy, yeah. where, he, where he does comedy, that can only be understood if you're asleep. <laughs> that scans. That sounds very Andy Kaufman. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's just, you know, that's we're going to do that. We're going to do Andy Kaufman sleep comedy. Uh, well, I've been doing do that. I've been doing Andy- International Comedy Festival. Come you can check do- me out. Um, December 75th. Uh, live on tour right now. I've been, I've been doing Andy Kaufman for nine years. <laughs> How's it working out for you? I think only now people are starting to catch on that it's a yeah, bit. <laughs> it, it, drove, it drove Jim Carrey crazy. So you're, 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 you're strong to be able I, to do I have been using it as an excuse to be the jer- a jerk to everyone around me. It works. It works. You know, everyone has their thing, right? Some people use trauma. Some people use whatever they think. Your thing is that you're just Andy Kaufman. And that's also okay. Um, and I mean, to me, that's the, that's probably the most legitimate reason. Like, yeah, get out of here. I'm Andy Kaufman. Of course I'm going to be a jerk to you. Like it, it, it works. It's great. <laughs> It'll be funny after the fact, long yeah. after, long after the, you're detached from this. Like, I remember my father told me that like back in the day, Andy Kaufman on his show, he just wanted for like a couple seconds for them to just let the, uh, like the tape just go and like not frame it properly so that it just was sliding around the screen so that like, it's just, it's just a vertical hold yeah everywhere across america everyone would just like slap their tv at the same time and then it would work um he just yeah i just i found that hilarious like that's that's the kind of person that i want to be so let's do that let's do andy kaufman sleep comedy december 75th live and direct pay-per-view only okay let me write that down and we could do that for the melbourne international comedy festival and we can be like a duo. We can be a comedy duo. I can be Andy. You can be Kaufman. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be the Kaufman. I'll just be. <coughs> and everyone's like, oh no, COVID. And I'll be like, don't worry. I'm Andy. Yeah. And that'll be like the new rim shot, right? That's how we'll punctuate all the, all mm. the, uh, all the punchlines instead of a, it's a, <coughs> you know, you get the same cadence going and everything. I think people will get it after like the third or fourth, maybe the fifth or sixth time, they might, they might understand what we're doing. No, that first time will be enough for them to just go, I'm never seeing this again. I'm leaving. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, that's really what we're going for, right? I mean, I was always taught to leave them wanting less. Um, You know, and that, that is sort of how I approach comedy um, is just annoy you into submission until you either find me funny or leave. That is pretty much been my whole opus uh, operandi. 
<laughs> That's correct. Yep. Modus operandi. <laughs> Hyundai. Hyundai Mitsubishi operandi. But yes, just just annoy them. Yeah. Just yeah, and my, just you know, and just keep repeating the same joke until either everyone hates you, which then is funny to you, or finds it funny themselves, which is also funny to you, right? I don't know. I have a little bit of that Ricky Gervais. Like, if you hate me, I find that hilarious. Like that, I've gotten an emotional response from you. But Ricky Gervais is also a very thin-skinned man who needs to remind everyone that he's rich. Yes. Yeah, but I love his bath picks. They do really make me laugh. I don't know if you've ever, if you follow him on anything, but he just takes these awful, awful, awful angle pictures of himself in the bath and then almost always captures, captions them as, please use this as pornography. And I just find it hilarious. Um, I, find you don't, I, you know. I find you can't even, you don't even need to follow him to have him respond to you. And get pissed off of what you've written. Oh, yeah, I guess. I don't really write things to... I've written a few things, mostly to sports players. um, And they get so many... So much of that anyway, that there's, there's, it's impossible for them to respond to it all. So usually it doesn't get responded to. But I've never thought about responding to a comedian that might actually respond back. Hmm, I might have to find... I might have found my new pastime. You don't even need to add him on Twitter. You just write, Ricky Gervais is a shit. And then he he looks for he looks for his name and stuff. And it says fun. the Google search uh, notification on for his name. <laughs> and he's like, "I make more money than you, <laughs> suck shit, son." But I mean, he does though. He's not lying. He makes a lot more money than me. But I mean, I don't he know. Does, I think it's funny. He doesn't need to make it seem like his money doesn't make him better than me. No, 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 no. His comedy makes him better than me. To me. He's just funnier than me. I mean, he wrote The Office. Like, I, I'll just, I'll give it to him. Well, um, he, there's, he, there's, co-wrote, he co-wrote that with Stephen Merchant. That's like, true. Stephen Merchant is hilarious. And definitely, there's a lot of that. Uh, a lot of his humor is definitely injected into that. Um, you see it come out in a lot of his other characters, too. That he is just, he's a funny man. Ricky Gervais is just David Brent in real life. Yeah, like Stephen so, Merchant made Logan funny. Logan's run? No, the movie Logan. Like, where Wolverine is dying, and it's all bleak, and he plays the bald guy. That he's like a... Yeah, and he's funny in this, like, post-apocalyptic movie. Anyway, man's got chops. That's all I'm saying. And that, he was always the funny one out of two. I'm going on a real anti-Ricky Gervais rant right now, and I think you're, you're, you're defending him a bit more. And this is what we're doing when we destroy comedy. Yeah. We debate we it. Apart. We debate it. We, we're master debaters. We're cunning linguists. And we're using our skills to destroy comedy. I ejaculate. I also ejaculate. Asterisk. We orgasm. Together. Asterisk. I shoot out semen. <laughs> out of my penis. I shoot out sea monkeys from my penis because I am a different species, asterisk. Are you actually? Oh, I'm just RPing. Sorry, I thought we were RPing. I, I just, I just. I thought I was playing uh, WoW again for a second. Sorry. 
I mean, you're Canada. I thought you were a Canada boy, but you're a Canadian sea monkey? I'm a Canadian sea monkey boy. Um, I pray to Poseidon. That is my god. Um, and that's why I'm pro-turtle. Because um, turtles, like, you know, they're, they're cool. They're chill. That changes the whole. That changes the whole real Canada Day celebrations. Yeah, it's the real Canada Day for sea creatures. Is August first? Really, I didn't know that part. They didn't get to that on Naked News. Oh, see, and you probably have finished by you know halfway through the the broadcast, right? I know, I've done it. Uh, I understand. Uh, I finished the Naked the, News. I'm finished. I'm finished even just before they take their bra off. It's like, oh, whoa, that's that, that, you know, that music is too exciting. <laughs> Caught me off guard. I know, right? It's crazy. Oh. Yeah. And it's then the, you're like, you, 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 you're ramping up for the naked news, right? You're spending the, the, the past half hour watching the, the previous time slot because it's the 90s and that's how TV works. Um, so you got to sit there and you got to watch it and you're ramping up for the next half hour. No naked news is coming on. Like, come on. And that music starts and you're done. Just go to bed. That's it. Back in the day, we have a we had a cable channel called the Comedy Channel, and on yes. Friday nights they would play Naked News. Oh, that's cool. I never knew I, it, I never knew it was a comedy show. I didn't either. I thought it was a Naked News show. I thought it was a news news reporters just they had nothing to hide, so not so even first, not first even news. their bodies. Yeah, no, it was number one was the news, number two was comedy and then i think number three was just nudity that was how i think that like in the 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 internal sort of hierarchy of how they approached just sort of show running and and stuff like that that's just that was sort of their core philosophy and how they made it my dad my dad was a pa on naked news so now that's interesting that is interesting to know uh did he ever speak to that green screen they perform in front of? Uh, no, my, my dad treats it very much sort of like, you know, people who went to Vietnam. You know, like he doesn't, he doesn't talk about naked news. So it's like, I, I, I've heard through the grapevine, he has not confirmed it, but my mother did confirm it because, you know, he, he has night terrors about it. So it naturally has come up, you know, he shouts about it a lot. Um, so why can't they just keep their clothes on? Why can't they keep their clothes on? Yeah, they're giving me that. too much. They're giving me too much to focus on. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, I don't know what his job was, but you know, I know he's really good at clipping bras now. That's that's all I'm gonna say. So I, I'm assuming it had something to do with that. But I mean, he hates it. Um, you know, my mother has told me several times that you know he forces her to take her own bra off, and he he gets like PTSD if she <laughs> makes him. Uh, take her bra off so um yeah i'm assuming he, he has some really traumatic experiences but he did share that one you know piece of core uh show running philosophy that they had and it was sort of uh, stapled on their boards of all their production meetings was just like you know number one we're journalists that's number one number two we are comedians slash entertainers and then number three we're human bodies with nothing to hide so let's get naked um, and that's sort of how the show came about. And, you know, that's, that's what I'm here for on your, your August 1st, uh, for your August 1st Canada Day facts. And they did revolutionize Canadian comedy with that. They did. They did. It was that and then, and then Corner Gas right after it. So, um, Those are know, the two I, I know about. 
And, and I mean, Cornergast really is the spiritual successor to Naked News. Um, just if you take out sort of like the, the journalism and the nudity, that's Cornergast, my man. Like, it's just a comedy and entertainment. That's it. It's that's all they needed. It's stripped it down. They, they just really streamlined it to its, you know, its most core nece- you know, necessities. What do we need? What did we really take? And they were like, you know what? This show always made us laugh. It always made us feel good. Let's, let's really bring that and, you know, really end every show on a high note like the Naked News did. Everybody goes home happy. Brent Butt never showed his butt. That's interesting. He showed it to me once at a, at a oh. family gathering. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. yeah, he's my, my third great uncle, uh, sec- second time removed. So one time he, you know, he had a few too many uh, Molson Canadians on that August 1st Canada Day celebration for sea creatures. And he, um, yeah, he just pulled his ass right out. And he was like, hey, check it out. It's Brent's, it's Brent's butt. And everybody laughed because it was Brent. You know? He didn't. He didn't do an ice Ventura, did he? And talk out of it? No, no. He uh, he respects hallowed ground, thankfully. So um, he would never do. He would never do an impression of of Ace Ventura. Um, you know, talking out of his ass because that's just you know you can't do that. Like it, it's been done. You can't have Canadians. You can't have Canadians talking out of taking from Canadians. No, no, that's Canadian on Canadian crime. And we can't be having that. You know, if he wanted to, if, if say, you know, another American comedian had done that character, then by all means, you know, that's, that's free game, but not Jim Carrey. Um, uh, I mean, I think Mike Myers is American now, so we can rip his material apart now if we want. Um, and I think Jim Carrey is too, but whatever. I just like his stuff more. So there you go. I'm biased. And I run Canada. I don't know if I told you. I'm a sea creature that runs Canada. Mm. But you know, this we, don't brings, have, we, don't have, we don't have time for that today. <laughs> we, bring that, we bring that to its logical conclusion. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to talk about? Um, Canada. I mean, just Canada. It's great. Come here. Come visit Canada. Uh, if you come to the, the Canada comedy... Um, you can stay at my house, but I don't know anybody. You'll have to find your own dates. Let's end today's show by singing the <laughs> Canadian National Anthem. America, America. Uh, and free. Uh, they uh, do the thing. Uh, they shoot kids there and stuff. They won't let kids die if they're inside a woman's womb. But if they're but the, outside the woman's <laughs> womb, they don't give a shit. And if the there's too many doors, that's the problem. How many doors are there in Australia? Because I don't, like, if there's too many doors, I don't think I can come. There's like 10. Oh, perfect. We're set. We're set. Got to limit those entry points. Um, but yeah, uh, actually, I will end with one thing. Uh, Australian YouTuber, I did a thing, just found out that it takes 120 shirts to stop a 22-gauge bullet. So uh, kids everywhere, go to school with 120 shirts on, and you're safe. Um, there you go. That's all. I think we need to end today's show by singing the Canadian National Anthem. America, 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 the home of the brave. 
America uh, football, football Chevrolet. Hank Chevrolet. Williams. Hank Williams was a junior. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, get him on, doggy. Yeehaw. Herman Herman was a show. Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen and that guy that looks like that.